InfoWars.com studios. It's the real news with your host, David Knight. Welcome on this Friday, October the 19th, 2018. I'm David Knight, your host of Real News. And it is, (laughs) we are living in a satire world, folks. And after we had Jack Dorsey come out and say, you know, we were just joking about that whole idea of, uh, Free speech and a free marketplace, that was just a joke. We don't really embrace those values of free speech. Well, Real News was suspended on Twitter for a satire comment. It was shortly after the Daily Beast harangued me personally for tweeting out uh, a comment. I was talking about uh, Elizabeth Warren's Focahontas claims about DNA. And that's what the video is about. And in it, I briefly mentioned a uh, Babylon Bee satire site where they, uh, they, they tied uh, the, uh, the DNA of uh, Elizabeth Warren to Hillary Clinton. And they said, Hillary Clinton has announced that she's had her DNA tested and she's only 50% reptilian alien. <laughs> she said, it's, I just want to make clear that all these people out there, they're saying that I'm reptilian alien. I'm only 50%. And so I put that in because I thought it was funny. I put that into the description. And what the Daily Beast did, uh, these people who are supposed to be authentic news, right? What they did was they pulled it out and they said, and look at this. Alex Jones still has different accounts up on Twitter, like this one here, Real News, where David Knight tweeted out that Hillary Clinton is 50% reptilian DNA. Now, you might say that they're stupid. But we all know that Daily Beast is not stupid. They're viciously dishonest, viciously dishonest to pull that out and to put that in there. Now, they put that article out at 5 o'clock in the evening yesterday. Within an hour or two, you had uh, the Real News account suspended by Twitter because they pointed to that. I said, take them down. And so they dutifully followed. And so I asked, is uh, Daily Beast a satire site? Is uh, Twitter a satire site? No, they are just dishonest manipulators of the election, as is Facebook. Uh, Facebook has now given a tour of their war room to CNN, and they had the Facebook director of elections speaking. Now, I have to ask you, why do we have a position inside a social media company called director of elections? Why would Facebook be directing elections? That was a, not a satire title. That was a little bit of candor there. They're being honest about what they're doing. They are directing the election, and they are directing your speech, and they're working to shut down free speech. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to, uh, we've got a very interesting interview coming up today with a man who looks at symbolism, and, uh, and he understands when things are satire, and he understands when there are very important things that are being put into mainstream media, into the movies that we watch and so forth, to manipulate society, to change the way that we think about each other and the roles that we play in society. So we're going to have a a very interesting interview coming up in the next hour. You know, we had Canada legalize marijuana both for medical use and for recreational use on Wednesday, and they sold out of marijuana on the very first day. 
As uh, Vice points out, Canadians love their legal weed so much that many stores ran out of stock the very first day of legalized cannabis. No one is sure when the shortages will end. And I think we need to understand that our federal government sold us out when they uh, created the drug war. We had the Department of Justice. We had the DEA, the FDA, the Supreme Court, Congress, all the presidents from Nixon on sold us out on day one when they enacted the UN's war on drugs, that agenda that was put in 10 years ago. Uh, That's really, (laughs) we've been sold out. They sold out in Canada. They will get their pot back. Will we ever get our constitution back? Because that's the important thing. Whether or not you want uh, this particular, it's, it's not just marijuana. It's on all these different issues. The people need to understand the principles involved here when we lose our free speech, when we lose our Ninth and Tenth Amendment as well. Stay with us. Be right back. I'm David Knight. Nourish a probiotic-friendly environment in your gut with prebiotic fiber by InfoWars Life. Help the good bacteria thrive and support overall digestive health with our specially formulated prebiotic fiber, a mixture of clinically studied and organic acacia, fruit, and flax fiber. Prebiotic fiber is soluble fiber that ferments in the gut to help feed good bacteria, which helps you digest food, absorb nutrients, and even support your immune system. InfoWars Life's cutting-edge formula only brings you the highest quality organic and clinically studied ingredients. Cheap prebiotic fibers are used up only at the beginning of the colon, but our premium organic acacia fiber is slowly digested by the good bacteria throughout the entire colon for maximum prebiotic effect. Head to InfoWarsLife.com or call 1-888-253-3139. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Live from the InfoWars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David Knight. Welcome on this Friday, October the 19th, 2018. I'm David Knight, your host of the recently suspended uh, news account on Twitter, Real News. And we'll tell you what's behind that. You will not believe the sequence of events and the way these things are connected as to what has happened, uh, the reason for them taking us down. I'll get to that in a moment. I, I want to cover some uh, breaking news here uh, on various issues before we get into that. As I point out at the top of the hour, Canada sold out of marijuana on its very first day, and uh, we should all remember that it was 47 years ago that Americans were sold out. <laughs> we were sold out to the UN's agenda. There was no constitutional authority for Richard Nixon to enact the war on drugs. And the entire federal government has sold us out for, uh, from day one and for the last 47 years. It's been the Department of Justice refusing to pay any attention to the Constitution. Just like the DEA and the FDA, who don't have any constitutional authority to exist under the Ninth and Tenth Amendment, the Supreme Court, the the, uh, Congress that won't stand up for the Constitution that they swore to uphold, that gives them their authority, they've just denigrated their (laughs) their entire argument 
for having any authority. When you take an oath to the Constitution and then you ignore the Fourth Amendment, you ignore the Ninth and Tenth Amendment, you ignore the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, in most cases turning many of our fundamental rights into government-granted privileges if they give us those privileges at all. And, of course, all the presidents from Nixon on, selling us out on day one. You know, it's kind of interesting. We've got a Nevada brothel owner, uh, Dennis Hoff, uh, who runs a very famous uh, brothel in Nevada. He died suddenly, but he is still expected to win. He was running for Congress. Uh, They think that he's still going to win the election, even though he's dead. And he will not be the first zombie in Congress, not the first walking dead congressional member. (laughs) He won't be the first pimp either in Congress. We've had a lot of pimps, a lot of zombies. And the interesting thing is he's still going to be on the ballot. Uh, They've already mailed out the ballots for all this, and they're going to change anything. If elected, county officials will nominate another Republican to fill the vacancy uh, if elected. And so, you know, people have a choice. They can vote for the Republican zombie (laughs) or the Democrat zombie. And, of course, the zombie voters will vote along party lines without paying attention to who's who. But there is a, a, a rationale for that because the GOP zombies are less vicious than the Democrat zombies. So there may be a reason to vote for this, <laughs> this dead man here. Uh, Trump, meanwhile, is going postal. He has abandoned a 144-year-old unfair shipping treaty with China. And folks, this is seriously, this is a real victory, a huge win, as President Trump would say. And uh, talking about this, uh, Zero Hedge quotes a uh, man who runs a 12-employee housewares company in New Jersey. He said, something has to be done. How can my government be subsidizing China and driving me out of business with these shipping rates? Because that's really what's happening. You have to understand, as we've pointed out many times, I've pointed out many times, there's a lot of different aspects to the China price and to their unfair competitive advantage. Another legacy of Richard Nixon and Henry Kissinger uh, is the unfair competitive advantage of China. But uh, part of this is, of course, currency manipulation that President Trump has talked about quite a bit. Another part of it is the imbalance in tariffs, which President Trump has also talked about. Another aspect of it is the fact that they can steal people's copyrights and do it with impunity. Unfortunately, as we look at that aspect of it, uh, the protection of copyrights and intellectual property, that is going to be used to suppress free speech, not really to protect people who are manufacturing things in this country. That's my opinion of how that's going to break down. Uh, in this particular case, um, this guy said he noticed websites that were selling Chinese knockoffs of his Mighty Mug, something that he designed with an anti-topple base. And, of course, he had patented that, patented that but they don't care about patents. And so they will do patent knockoffs in China, and they will ship the stuff back. And then another aspect of the China price is not only do they get unfair treatment in terms of tariffs, in terms of currency, but they also get unfair treatment in terms of shipping rates. As they point out in the Zero Hedge article, it's often possible for a Chinese company to sell knockoff products through online vendors like Amazon, oh, Amazon, or Alibaba, to U.S. customers for far less than it costs American mailers to ship authentic goods. In addition, while the U.S. Post Office loses an estimated $1 on every package that arrives from China. Think about that. The U.S. Post Office loses a dollar for every package that comes from China. Why are we doing that? Why are we subsidizing that? 
meanwhile, going the other way, just like our tariffs are unbalanced to our shipping rates, going the other way, outbound mail of American exporters is charged well above cost. Uh, and so President Trump is planning to withdraw from a 144-year-old postal treaty that has allowed Chinese companies to ship small packages to the U.S. at a steeply discounted rate and undercut American competitors and flood the market with cheap consumer goods. That's all part of the China price. There's many different aspects of it. And President Trump is going after them one at a time. He's going after the currency manipulation. He's going after the unequal tariffs, the unequal shipping rates, and so forth. He understands what's going on. It's not just one aspect of it. I think one of the things that needs to happen is we need to get rid of the postal monopoly. There's absolutely no reason that the U.S. Post Office should have a monopoly. And they subsidize these packages. One of the reasons why there is a, uh, a, it's a dollar less for the packages that are coming from China is because the U.S. Post Office subsidizes the shipment of packages because it is afraid of competition from UPS, United Parcel Service, and from FedEx and from other private carriers. And so to compete with them, it uses its monopoly on delivering letters to subsidize those packages. Uh, my son won an award <laughs> for talking about when he was in high school. He did a, a uh, report on this because Lysander Spooner was legendary in our home school. <laughs> he was an individual who fought the post office in the mid-1800s because they had exploded postal rates. Uh, they were charging people confiscatory prices in the U.S. And Lysander Spooner, who was libertarian, uh, he was somebody who was very active in fighting slavery. He wrote in 1846, The Unconstitutionality of Slavery. It was a heavy influence on Frederick Douglass and other people. Interestingly enough, although Lysander Spooner had been one of the leading lights in terms of arguing against slavery, he also argued that when the uh, southern states seceded and Abraham Lincoln called up an army to shut that down in violation of the principles that created uh, the U.S. government in the first place, the principles of self-governance as laid out in the Declaration of Independence. When Lincoln did that, uh, Lysander Spooner uh, opposed Lincoln on that issue. So he was right on both sides of that. He's one of the few people to get the entire Civil War right. Yes, slavery was wrong, morally wrong, and Abraham Lincoln had no constitutional authority whatsoever to stop secession for whatever reason. And legally, when they allowed that to stand, uh, what they did was they made slaves of us all, as Lysander Spooner pointed out. But he fought them. He decided, well, okay, they're going to raise rates to confiscatory prices. And, I mean, they were raising it to... Uh, uh, an amazing uh, level in the 1840s and 50s. He went into competition with them, and he was so effective that they got an act of Congress to, re to establish a postal monopoly on carrying letters. And so now what they're doing is they're using that position, these bureaucrats in the post office use that monopoly, even though they're supposedly private now. They use that monopoly to subsidize packages and keep the packages at a discounted rate so that they can uh, keep uh, the other competitors out. Now, they're, advantage, they're giving an advantage to China, and their monopoly business of sending letters, snail mail, snail mail as we all call it, uh, doesn't really have 
a business model anymore. So even if we don't take away the monopoly, it's being taken away by email. Do you realize that when you spread the links from InfoWars.com, when you spread the videos, you are changing the world? It's you that has defeated Hillary and the globalists. It is you, the InfoWarriors across the planet, that stood against the bullying, that stood against the peer pressure, that stood against the threats that have now changed the world. And that's why you've been on the team supporting us, praying for us, and spreading the word. You are the info war. And now because of their intensifying censorship, it's more important than ever that everyone go to infowars.com forward slash newsletter and sign up via email so there's no way the censors can get between us with critical videos, articles, breaking news, intel, you name it. And so now I ask you more than ever to share the infowars.com articles, to share the videos, to tell people about the local stations you're listening to. The bare minimum you can do is sign up for the free newsletter at infowars.com forward slash newsletter. We are the Renaissance, and we are winning. We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients, Ultimate Bone Broth. InfoWars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of southern Mexico, where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, We've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean. Carefully harvested and free of toxic chemicals used in big agricultural productions, Patriot Blend coffees have a smooth, bold flavor with great depth to give you just what you need in the morning. You can even choose to start your morning healthier with the Immune Support Blend, infused with a powerful blend to support your immune response and stamina. It's time to take care of your morning routine. Get a bag of Patriot Blend coffee to support the show while enhancing your morning routine at InfoWarsStore.com. It's really hard to have the energy at the end of the day to still get to the gym or to go for a run or go to the park or, heck, even take your dog for a walk. Believe me, I know. I spend hours in front of a screen and then hours in front of bright lights every day. But thanks to Super Male Vitality at InfoWarsStore.com, I still have that energy. There's no way I could have the energy at the end of a long day to fight back against the chemicals and the food and water, to fight back against the modern day lifestyle with the screen time and the extended hours, to still have the stamina and endurance, energy and drive to get to the gym, get to the park and get exercise that you need for your health. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. 
Unleash the super male in you. Super male vitality. The internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Real News with David Knight. Welcome back. I'm David Knight. I was just talking about President Trump getting rid of a 144-year-old distortion in the marketplace called the U.S. Post Office Monopoly, (laughs) Uh, something, as I said, my son uh, did a report on, actually part of a a competition, a contest that was run by Fraser Institute. It's a Canadian organization that promotes libertarian education, and uh, both of my sons I did uh, competitions, and they both won. Nice cash prizes, as a matter of fact, about 10 years ago. So I told my son, I said, uh, go find that video that you did about Lysander Spooner taking on the postal uh, monopoly and winning. (laughs) And uh, so we're going to play that for you as soon as we find that. Uh, Meanwhile, we got Gary Cohen out there claiming that as President Trump is trying to equalize another aspect of the China price, the uh, imbalance between tariffs, Gary Cohen falsely claims that tariffs are raising consumer prices. This is a Breitbart article. Uh, Cohen said, the way to grow the economy is to allow consumers to buy goods as cheaply as they can. Anything that raises the price of goods doesn't make sense. Even if it's a tariff, it's just a tax. Well, yes, that's true. Uh, So maybe Gary Cohen is going to come out and call for the the elimination of the income tax, for example, or many other taxes that the federal government does. The question is, how are we going to compete with these different organizations? And, you know, as uh, Gary Cohen was leaving the Trump administration, President Trump said, you know, he's kind of a globalist. I like him, but he's kind of a globalist. (laughs) And he is totally a globalist. Because what the globalists will tell you is that it doesn't – it works out well for us if we export our manufacturing plants and then import workers. It's like, no, it doesn't. It works out well for Goldman Sachs. And it works out well for Amazon, and it works out well for Walmart, the people who own those organizations. But it doesn't work out well for Americans because we lose, not only do we lose our jobs, but we lose our independence, our vibrant economy. You know, the way that America got strong was not on the policies of globalism. It was on the policies that Thomas Jefferson put in place at the beginning of his second inaugural Uh, speech, he said, I am proud to have eliminated all internal taxes in the United States. And he did it by cutting all unnecessary spending. And he said, so what farmer, what laborer, what mechanic knows the tax man? They only had taxes on goods that were coming into the country. And they supported a government that was the size of the Constitution on that. Now, we've got a government that is way larger than that. The government is too small. That's a big part of the problem. We have to eliminate those useless and unconstitutional offices, number one. Number two, we need to follow the plan that made us strong and self-sufficient by putting the taxes not on Americans, but on foreign goods coming into this country. And 
What happened was, in the beginning of the 20th century, we had the Federal Reserve, that predatory agency, and the income tax created at the same time. And they completely reversed our tax structure. So no longer did we have taxes on goods coming into the country or money coming into the country. We had taxes on the Americans inside the country. That was the design of the banker class that took over this country in 1913. And further down in this uh, article, they point out that uh, Cohen also criticized President Trump for his recent remarks about the Federal Reserve, even though Federal Chair Jerome Powell said last month that economic data did not reveal any signs that tariffs were driving price levels up. So Gary Cohen, who's kind of a globalist, Uh, attacks Trump and says, well, it's it's raising consumer prices. However, the Fed that Gary Cohen defends against President Trump says, no, it's not raising consumer prices. You know what is raising prices for us, Gary? It's the interest rates that the Fed are raising. That is tanking the housing market across the country. And yet you criticize President Trump for criticizing the Fed's increase of interest rates on home mortgages, and then you come after him for the tariffs, which are not raising our prices. That's what globalists do. All right, we've got that clip ready. Uh, This is my son, Travis, who, this is about 10 years ago. He's now producing this show here, Real News. Uh, Here's what Travis Knight did 10 years ago. UPS and FedEx are doing just fine, right? uh, No, they are. I mean, it's, it's the post office that's always having problems. Obama was right to compare the post office with his proposed role for the government in healthcare. Like healthcare, the Postal Service was justified by a desire for universal service. And after the post office became a black hole for taxpayer money for generations, it was spun off to operate as a private company with the government grants a monopoly. The public option has to be self-sustaining, meaning taxpayers aren't subsidizing it, but it has to run on charging premiums and providing good services. What Obama suggesting with healthcare's public option was already done with the post office in 1970. Why is the post office always struggling, and what lessons will be repeated in healthcare if we don't learn from its history? Because of the outrageous prices the USPS charged in the 1840s, Lysander Spooner founded a private company to deliver mail in 1844. His business model was efficient and much cheaper than the USPS, so the post office went to Congress and had him legislated away. Do you think the public option is going to be any more open to competition than the USPS is? But just so long as they do their job well, it's okay, right? Well, let's look at how well the USPS performs its job by comparison. UPS delivers more than 15 million packages a day worldwide, and FedEx, 3.5 million. Also, the USPS undercuts the private companies it's in direct competition with by subsidizing its package delivery by raising the price on letters. But still people choose the two other companies. Even after it was supposedly a private entity, it has continued to suck money for the last 167 years. $3 billion a year to the limit of $15 billion. So that means it loses roughly $8,219,178 a day. But we really need it, right? Wrong. Most of the core functions of the post office have been taken over by email, text messages, and social networking sites. The government is basically being subsidized by the taxpayers so that even if they're not providing a good deal, we keep on having to pony out more and more money. The Pony Express ceased when it was made obsolete by the Telegraph. But we keep ponying up money for the post office. The USPS continues to outlive its usefulness and drain taxpayer money because of its government monopoly. Letter delivery isn't brain surgery. Do you want brain surgeons acting like postal workers? Yet for the goal of universal health insurance, the same government that has run the post office wants to create a subsidized bureaucracy to compete with private companies, just like the post office. UPS and FedEx are doing just fine. 
right? The, uh, no, they are. I mean, it's, it's the post office that's always having problems. That's right. It's the post office that's always having problems. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. That was my son 10 years ago when he was in high school. Uh, part of a contest that he won a cash award for, uh, done by the Fraser Institute out of Canada, uh, promoting libertarian education. And now President Trump has turned around this subsidy that the uh, not only are they <laughs> using their monopoly on letters to subsidize their competition against UPS and FedEx, but they're also using it to help the Chinese to buy, <laughs> to be able to rip us off with copyrighted material copyrighted products, and send it cheaply into the United States to people like Amazon, who also gets a subsidy from the U.S. Post Office. So they subsidize the stuff coming into the country, and then they subsidize it uh, when it comes from Amazon to you. No wonder Jeff Bezos is so political. No wonder he has contributed 42% of all the money that the billionaires have put into this election. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by InfoWars Life. Our organic formula is made from high-quality natural ingredients such as valerian root extract, L-tryptophan, lemon balm leaf extract, and melatonin. Knockout packs a powerful punch to get you through the night and achieve proper sleep. Millions of people around the world experience daytime drowsiness, but with the rapid speed of life, we need to be able to keep up the pace. Our natural mixture harnesses the power of 10 known ingredients to let your body relax and get the sleep you need. Wake up refreshed and take on the day. InfoWars Life wants to bring you a sleep support formula that goes above and beyond other leading brands at an affordable price. Get the sleep you deserve and experience the power of knockout. Head on over to InfoWarsLife.com and say goodbye to fatigue. That's InfoWarsLife.com. Our grandparents and great-grandparents knew they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. And that's what I'm talking about at InfoWarsStore.com. With InfoWars Select, it's the full spectrum of My Patriot Supply, one of the top most respected companies out there. But because I private label it, I'm able to go below cost on contracts that all their other distributors aren't able to do. But I want to be a market leader, and I want you to have storable food, so it's a total win-win. We have those incredible sell prices back. InfoWarsStore.com on InfoWars Select Storable Foods. They've got special diet foods. They've got three-month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you've got a three-year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self-sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing you great products, and together, with God's help, we are unstoppable. InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWars Select, high-quality storable foods powered by My Patriot Supply. The Real Red Pill Plus, ladies and gentlemen. Our team is constantly on the lookout for newer and better ways to improve our products. That's why we're bringing you a brand-new version of one of the newest fan-favorite products, the Real Red Pill Plus. The Real Red Pill Plus is an all-new version of the powerhouse Preglinone product. It features the same great formula that supports your heart, brain, healthy aging process with an all-new natural caffeine boost included. A powerful Preglinone base, the Real Red Pill, has quickly become one of our fellow InfoWarriors' favorite products. Now... 
with an extra proprietary energy blend inside, including green tea extract, iramante, leaf extract, and more. You can get that extra pick-me-up while supporting your mind and body in a healthy way. It's got all the great stuff that Real Red Pill has, but it's also got the boost at it. Get the Real Red Pill Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether you're looking to boost the benefits of our fish oil formula or just want an alternative, InfoWars Life has the formula for you. Ultimate Krill Oil is a powerhouse formula that takes advantages of the EPA, DHA, and Omega-3s found in our high-quality, ultra-pure krill oil concentrate. Containing powerful antioxidants such as astaxanthin and Omega-3s, Ultimate Krill Oil can help you experience the benefits of fish oil with less required DHA and EPA. This incredible formula can help your body in many ways, including supporting heart health, joint health, and cognitive health, aiding in regulating fat metabolism, helping to maintain cognitive function, and more. And while other krill oil formulas may chemically modify their formulas, we're giving you the benefits of a simple formula that contains unmodified, high-quality krill oil concentrate. Paired with our Ultimate Fish Oil or used separately, it's time to see what krill oil can do for you with Ultimate Krill Oil. Now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Real News with David Knight. Welcome back. You know, in the last 24 hours, we've seen the Real News Twitter site that uh, is the Twitter site for this show. We've seen it suspended. And it's kind of interesting to go back and investigate this as to why. I didn't see the reason. It doesn't go to me. I don't actually curate that site. I don't have anything to do with putting content on it. I have my own personal Twitter account that I've had since before I came here to InfoWars. Uh, so I haven't seen the notification as to why we were suspended, but I got a pretty good idea because if we go back and we look at the timing here, uh, we can see, and of course you can see my website there is Libertarian. That's where you can go to follow me. That has not been suspended yet. Uh, they'll just give them time because I was singled out by the Daily Beast yesterday as part of their criticism of Alex Jones and Infowars. And so this story went out about five o'clock last night, a little after five o'clock. Uh, Alex Jones and InfoWars are still on Twitter, despite the ban. And this is coming out from the Daily Beast, wringing their hands. Why hasn't all of the media from this one organization been shut down? we got to shut this down. You look at people like the Daily Beast, you look at CNN, Oliver Darcy, we're going to talk about him defending Louis Farrakhan now at CNN for his racist remarks, anti-Semitic remarks. The same people who are calling for the deplatforming of InfoWars completely. You know, these other press competitors of ours, oh, nothing to see there, right? People who can't compete in the free marketplace of ideas. The people who care nothing about the principle of free press. Of course, uh, 
Jack Dorsey, we'll get to this in a minute. I'll play that quote for you again where he says, oh, you know, that, all that stuff about us being the free speech wing of the free speech party, that was just uh, – that was a joke. It's a joke. No, you're a joke, Jack. You and Twitter are a joke. Social media is a joke. It's a very bad joke, and you guys can't take a joke because here's what they took exception to. I'll give you the uh, background, uh, give you context here from the Daily Beast. So they start out, they say, Alex Jones and his InfoWars outlet were permanently banned from Twitter in September. But it, and it seemed to be a death blow for InfoWars. Oh, you think so, death, uh, Daily Beast? Uh, not quite. Uh, just weeks before. It had been kicked off of platforms like YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, no collusion to see there. Don't, don't point out that all that happened within a 12-hour period. And then Twitter uh, did it a couple of weeks later after people like Daily Beast and Oliver Darcy demanded it. And Democrat politicians demanded it as well. But yeah, you know, when it all happens all at the same time, just like I was talking about the uh, 800 or so alternative media accounts that got shut down this last Thursday, two months after we were shut down, Facebook and then Twitter did it all at the same time. So, you know, no collusion going on there, no conspiracy, right? To take away free speech, to take away the free press. No, nothing to see there. And, of course, according to the Daily Beast, it just happened that, you know, YouTube and Facebook took us down, and then uh, it just happened. You know, it didn't, wasn't anything to see that they did it, and Apple did it, and all these things happened at the same time. Uh, now with his Twitter accounts shuttered, says Daily Beast, Jones has no way to communicate with hundreds and thousands of followers. That's right. You're not hearing me right now. All of you listening to this program, I have no way to communicate to you. No, we host our own podcast. We host our own broadcast. Uh, actually, Alex Jones and InfoWars got really big without using social media. He's been doing this for 20 years. He's had radio and TV broadcast. He had his own website. That went on for a long time. As a matter of fact, InfoWars didn't really start to get into social media until well after I came here six years ago. And so, uh, yeah, there is a way for people to hear us. You can go to InfoWars.com forward slash show, or you can go to InfoWars.com forward slash real dash news to hear and see all the different broadcasts of this particular program. Uh, so, yeah, people can hear it. But anyway, uh, Daily Beast continues to indulge their fantasy. They say uh, there was no way for uh, Alex Jones to communicate with hundreds and thousands of followers, except those accounts weren't shuttered. In fact, two months after Jones and InfoWars were supposedly shunned, a number of accounts remain live and tweeting. On Tuesday, the Twitter account of InfoWars Real News Show with host David Knight promoted Knight's claim that Hillary Clinton is 50% reptilian DNA. <laughs> this is with no, with no hint that this was satire. No hint that this was that satire. So I tweeted out a series of tweets today. Uh, you can see them on Liberty Terran. The Daily Beast singled me out for Jack to censor me by quoting my quote of the Babylon Bee. It is a satire site. And my comment was satire, that Hillary Clinton announced DNA tests prove she is only 50% reptilian DNA. And so they say, look at this. We still have InfoWars out here, and you got David Knight saying that Hillary Clinton is 50% DNA. No, I put out a satire thing, and you can understand that if you see the tweet. And let me read you. That was part of a uh, report that I did. Is that Everybody was uh, looking at Focahontas' DNA report. And laughing about it. And Babylon uh, B.com, a satire site, uh, did a great satire on it. And I did that as part of the report. Let me just read that again for the people at the Daily Beast to pretend that they don't know what this is. Shortly after Elizabeth Warren released a DNA test 
that may or may not show that she is one 1,024th Native American. Again, this is a satire Daily Beast and Jack and Twitter. Uh, failed presidential candidate and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton showed the results of a recent DNA test that conclusively proved that she is only 50% reptilian. The test, conducted by a renowned DNA expert, showed that only 50% of her blood comes from reptilian humanoids from space, bent on destroying humanity. Many Washington insiders had claimed that she was 100% reptile, but these claims are now known to be a hoax. I'm happy to announce that I'm only half reptile, she said in an interview Saturday evening. Sunday evening. I hope my critics will think twice before calling me a space reptile now, since that's only half true. And I'm only part lizard person. Thank you very much. And yet, the accusations and the implications from the Daily Beast are 100% false. 100% false. They are 100% reptilian. <laughs> Let's put that in a tweet. Daily Beast proven to be 100% reptilian liars and enemies of free speech and the First Amendment. And so I said uh, in the second tweet, I said, so now satire about Hillary Clinton or Focahontas is justification for the Daily Beast to demand that real news be taken off of Twitter. And they do take us down. So is the Daily Beast satire? Is Twitter satire? Yeah, they are a bad joke. You know, as I also pointed out on that, uh, the DNA tests showed, and actually Breitbart went back and did the investigation and said, you know those, uh, those connections to the Cherokee that she's talking about there? There's absolutely no indication that this uh, woman, or, or ancestor, the woman that she identified, there's no indication anywhere, not in the marriage certificate, not in any of the census data, nowhere, anywhere. Is there anything other than is she identified as European white? Never identified as Cherokee. However, the man that she married was part of the Tennessee militia, and... Um, they were responsible for rounding up the Cherokee and turning them over to the federal government and putting them on the Trail of Tears. And then they went back and they said, uh, yeah, if you go back and you look at the fact that if you go back to those number of generations, that means that she is 132nd of her DNA comes from that guy who rounded up the Cherokee and put them on the Trail of Tears. So she's actually 3% Trail of Tears. That's why I said it's going to be a campaign trail of tears for Focahontas if she wants to continue to go down this identity politics, this cultural misappropriation. So I said, funny thing is, at the press conference before the final Trump-Clinton debate, Danny Williams, the black man who believes that Bill Clinton is his father, was attacked by the Daily Beast for trying to get Bill to take a DNA test to prove it or to put it to race to rest. I went to that press conference. In Las Vegas, it was before that last debate between uh, Clinton and Trump. And the woman who was there from the Daily Beast was vicious, vicious in attacking Danny Williams. All Danny Williams was saying, hey, look, you had uh, Highway Patrol in Arkansas delivering cash payments to us every Christmas. All of a sudden, that stuff stopped when you and Hillary went to Washington. I was always told by my mother, my black mother, that you were my father. Would you please, please take a DNA test and either put it to rest or show that you're my father? And if you're my father, would you please acknowledge that? And he was savaged by that reporter from the Daily Beast. Savage. And I stood up to her and she said, where are you from? I said, I'm from InfoWars. She goes, huh. And now they attack me with these lies. Words cannot describe how big the stakes are for the future of humanity right now. InfoWars is being openly targeted by the Democratic Party. Leftist CIA operatives, the corrupt Justice Department, and the entire Soros crime syndicate. People say, why would you start a fight with them? 
because they were already dominating and running America into the ground. And I knew we had no future if we didn't do this. So we've already had incredible success. But if you will simply realize how epic this is and understand how real this fight is and why we've been made the main target, and if you financially support us, and if you spread the word about our articles and videos at InfoWars.com, we won't just continue to stand up against these brutal scumbags. We'll win. We have huge sales at InfoWarsStore.com right now. And we're still able to operate the shopping cart and get stuff shipped out to you, despite the fact you're trying to block our commerce and your right to the market. But if you don't stand up and support us financially, Soros and the globalists may win. This is InfoWars Darkest Hour. We need your support. I'm counting on you. Stress is a natural part of life. Work, family, friends, and everyday accidents can put a lot of strain on the body and your mood. Don't let life weigh you down. Happies is a powerful mood and stress support formula that has your back against life's daily inconveniences. Made with ancient ingredients used for thousands of years, Happies can help you take back the day. With our powerhouse formula, Happies can be an important part of your daily supplement routine. With poor diet and the constant on and off of your work life, it's more important than ever to support your body in the fight against stress. With powerful ingredients combined to help support the mind and body, Happies helps support during stress, promotes overall well-being, and helps support your mood. Don't live your life bogged down. Help your body overcome the effects of daily stress and pressure today with Happies from InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, researchers in France noticed that people who ate certain quail eggs experienced less seasonal immune and inflammatory responses. They began studying this effect in published trials, and decades later, we now have the fruit of this research, a fast-acting, chewable tablet that helps alleviate seasonal distress symptoms. Pollen Block is natural and effective. It is not an antihistamine. In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets. Just like our information is game-changing, our products are game-changing. And Survival Shield X2 is the pure iodine. No one else has this from deep earth crystals between seven and 12,000 feet. It's very hard for me to get. It's the good halogen. But instead, they hammer you with the bad halogens, fluoride, chlorine, bromine, that literally fog you, fill all your cells, your thyroid, you name it. BioTrue Selenium goes with it like a horse and carriage. Selenium is an electrochemical. It's needed as well in all activity in the body, particularly uh, neurons. So these go incredibly well together. We have a combo of those. Just experience it for yourself. Why do you think they fear me so much? Very simple stuff. Filter your water. Yeah, I find myself selling water filters. It's best out there for the price. When I say it's the last run, it could be six months a year until we get more. I hope we get more. This is the last run, it looks like. Survival Store next to InfoWarsStore.com or InfoWarsLife.com or 888-253-3139. You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
Welcome back. I'm going to finish up as to uh, what's the background on this banning of real news on Twitter. Actually, they've suspended us so far. Uh, they'll get around to the full ban. It's, uh, they like to show that they are fair, open-minded. First, we'll suspend you for a week, and then we'll ban you, like everybody else, that they don't like. And as I pointed out, this is all based on the uh, push by the Daily Beast against me and against Alex Jones, saying, look at this, Alex Jones was supposedly taken off the social media, but we haven't finished the job. We still got real news out there with David Knight. And he's just said that Hillary Clinton is 50% reptilian DNA. And I said that was part of the Babylon B satire that was satiring uh, Elizabeth Warren's DNA claims. They came out and they said, well, on the heel of her DNA claims, Hillary Clinton says, look at this. I've just had my DNA tests, and they've proven that I'm not 100% reptilian alien bent on destroying humanity. I'm only 50%. See, people are lying out there that say that I'm 100%. And so the Daily Beast uses that, takes that out of context, pretends that I'm really saying that, pretends that I'm really saying that Hillary Clinton is reptilian. She's not reptilian. She's a witch. (laughs) She probably floats. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> if you're not right there, so I said, so now they write an article demanding that Twitter ban me for satire. I tweeted out, uh, eight tweets, uh, a response to this on Libertarian, which they haven't taken down yet. Haven't suspended yet, but that's, uh, we'll be following soon. I'm sure. Uh, so I said, now they write an article demanding that Twitter ban me for satire, mocking me that their queen Hillary, because I guess she's the queen bee, right? It's Babylon bee, the queen bee. Uh, They're Queen Hillary and the Indian Princess Focahontas. It's not irony, folks. It's hypocrisy. They're still losing, and they're going to continue to lose. As I said, uh, it was the Daily Beast reporter. When we want to talk about DNA, we got the fake claims of Hillary Clinton. I mean, the uh, fake claims of Elizabeth Warren. And we have the satire of Hillary Clinton's claims that I referred to. But the real reality, folks, and I wish I could find this clip, but it's been flushed down the uh, memory hole by the gulag, Google, because they did remove all my videos. I don't think anything of it was uh, put up or saved on our site. Uh, it was, uh, they live streamed it, but I don't think they uh, did an article on it at InfoWars. But it was vicious what the Daily Beast reporter was doing to Danny Williams. And I confronted her on it in the press conference. And then she turned around and had the audacity. She said, who are you? And who do you work for? And when I said InfoWars, she said, Ugh. Ugh. Well, you know, people need to be doing that about the Daily Beast. Because folks, when they write an article at 5 p.m. putting out these kinds of false claims, pretending that I really think that Hillary Clinton is 50% reptilian DNA, at 5 o'clock and then a couple, within a couple of hours, uh, Twitter responds to their demands and shuts down real news. And uh, that's not a joke. You know, Jack Dorsey said that saying that they were the free speech wing of the free speech party was a joke. That was something that was put out by the former Twitter vice president, Tony Wang. And I will emphasize former. Uh, That was a statement that he made back in 2012. He said at the time, he said, generally we remain neutral as to content because our general counsel and CEO like to say that we are the free speech wing of the free speech party. Last year, as Breitbart points out, Twitter co-founder Evan Williams claimed that he was wrong about this, about his previous beliefs that freedom of speech would make the world a better place. He said, 
I thought once that everybody could speak freely and exchange information and ideas, that the world is automatically going to be a better place. I was wrong about that. Uh, No, it doesn't make the world, it doesn't solve all of our problems. It allows us to talk about our problems and hopefully come up with the correct solution. But you only make things worse if you take away our ability to talk about the problems. You only make things worse if you take away our fundamental human rights. And I want to play for you this clip from Jack Dorsey, because this was an interview that he did with Wired this week. A lot of people have played this. But just in light of the fact that this show's Twitter account was suspended because they put out a joke and took it literally. You know, we took it literally when he said they were about free speech, and now he says it's a joke. And we need to take them down. Here's what Jack Dorsey had to say. That a different position than you had two years ago, or do you feel like it is the same position? <clears throat> I, we, not, not from two years ago. Um, I, I think um, Vidya's op-ed in The Guardian captures our position, mm-hmm. our most evolved position the best, and, and that is around just this balance of people feeling safe to express themselves. But certainly, you know, this quote around free speech wing and the free speech party was never was never a mission of the company. It was never a, a descriptor of the company that we gave ourselves. It was a, it was a joke <laughs> um, because of how joke. people found themselves in the spectrum. But it was a joke that people took seriously and their respect for you increased because of it at the time. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think it takes away from like, our defense of freedom of expression and, yeah. freedom, and freedom of speech. Yeah, he said, uh, oh, yeah, you you said that was a joke. But the reporter said, uh, people took you seriously. And their respect for you increased because of that at the time. You know, we have lost a great deal of respect for you, Jack, because you've become a joke. Because you don't understand the importance of free speech. You don't understand that it is a basic human right. And you bought into this whole thing of uh, that, we, that we saw on the Google document the good censor, where they said that free speech and a free marketplace of ideas, that was an American idea, but we're moving more towards a European view of things. We want to have dignity over freedom. Uh, That is not necessarily a European view. Maybe they bought into that. That is a B.F. Skinner view of behavioral manipulation. He wrote the book, Beyond Freedom and Dignity. And interestingly enough, Francis Schaeffer, uh, the Christian philosopher, uh, responded to that. And he uh, wrote a book called Back to Freedom and Dignity. We're not going to give away our freedom and dignity. We're not going to give away our free speech, Jack, and you're not going to take it away from us. And the Daily Beast can wring their hands and say, oh, you know, uh, how we're going to cut off everybody hearing InfoWars and Alex Jones and David Knight because we're going to shut down their social media accounts. No, you're not. You're not going to shut down our social media. You can shut down, take, take social media, but you're not going to shut us down. Got a lot of ways that we can get to people. Uh, one of the things that he said further on in that interview, he said, well, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that takes away from our defense of freedom of expression and freedom of speech. Uh, we are not absolutists. He said a lot of people come to Twitter and they don't actually see an app or a service. They see what kind of looks like a public square. Here he is using that term public square again. And there's a writer for Breitbart. He did get much attention, but I have talked about this over and over and over again. Uh, The Breitbart article nailed it on the head. I give him credit for that. 
They went back and they found a 1946 Supreme Court decision, Marsh versus Alabama. And in that, uh, they said that uh, there was a woman who was a Jehovah's Witness. She was handing out literature in the town, and the town was owned by this one company. And they said, you can't hand that out. We don't like your speech, and you're not allowed to be here. This is private property. Go away. But they owned the entire town, including the public square. And she fought them all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said in 1946, Marsh versus Alabama, that even if the public square is privately owned, the private owners cannot shut down free speech. And we had Jack Dorsey, when he testified before Congress, say five times that Twitter was a public square. And in this interview that he had with Wired Magazine, as he's defending this, he mentions it three times. Let me, let me read what he had to say. He said, they see what kind of looks like a public square when they come to Twitter. And they have the same sort of expectations of a public square. And that is what we have to make sure they get right. And also make sure that everyone feels safe to participate in that public square. I have to ask you, why is it that a Supreme Court decision, Roe v. Wade, has allowed people to kill tens of millions of children over the last several decades, and yet a Supreme Court decision that prevents the murder of the First Amendment, the murder of free speech, the murder of the free press, why is it that that Supreme Court decision is ignored? Isn't that curious? One Supreme Court decision allows us to chop babies up as if they were some uh, Saudi journalist allied with al-Qaeda and the Muslim Brotherhood. But another Supreme Court decision says you can't take away basic human rights of free speech is ignored. Ignored by everyone. It's not enforced. Folks, if you want to support us, take a look at the products we sell at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got the biggest, broadest sale we've ever had there. 50% off of all of our InfoWars Live products and free shipping. How's that, post office? (laughs) Uh, We subsidize the shipping, uh, just like they subsidize the cheap goods coming from China that are ripping off people's copyrights. No, we subsidize the shipping and we give you free speech. So support your health and support free press. We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients, Ultimate Bone Broth. InfoWars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. We all know the importance of fish oils. While we are sure to provide them for ourselves, it's just as important to make sure your kids get their EPA and DHA too. Honor Roll is a powerful DHA fish oil formula for your child. Built from the ground up to support your child's development, this formula uses wild anchovy fish oil, ultra-purified krill oil, and wild salmon fish oil with vitamins to boost your child's mind and body. With this fish oil formula, you can support your child's optimal heart, joint, cognitive, and brain health while providing DHA, 
which has been shown to be essential for your child's brain growth spurts. Built on powerful ingredients with 580 milligrams of high DHA omega-3s, this formula is highly refined to eliminate nearly all heavy metals. If you're looking for a formula to help your child grow, look no further. Try Honor Roll from InfoWars Life at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to Real News with David Knight. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Making sense common again. It's your host, David Knight. Welcome back. We've got Nancy Pelosi, as the New American points out, calling the border wall immoral while she protects her Napa vineyard with a border wall. We see this over and over again. We pointed out how the Pope does this as he talks about open borders and don't don't build walls, build bridges, and yet he's got walls around the Vatican and so forth. All these people do. George Clooney, all these people, all these celebrities, they've got walls around their mansions and their vineyards and everything. But uh, you know, this is not satire, by the way. This is not satire. Uh, it's not even irony. It's hypocrisy. But, of course, uh, what the Daily Beast puts out and what they traffic in is outright lies and slander and attacks on the First Amendment, because they can't handle satire. Satire is very devastating. As I, I tweeted out, I, I did uh, eight tweets in response to being shut down by Twitter, as Daily Beast demanded, as Daily Beast uh, uh, reported. They said on Tuesday, the Twitter account for InfoWars Real News show with host David Knight promoted Knight's claim that Hillary Clinton is 50% reptilian DNA. Well, you know damn well, Daily Beast. You liberal shills, you socialist shills, you know that that was not my claim. That was a satire that I put out from the Babylon Bee when I tweeted out my report about Elizabeth Warren's phony DNA claims. But they can't handle that. The Daily Beast, Twitter, people like all these authoritarians, like the president of China, President Xi. You know, he's banning Winnie the Pooh. He can't handle that. He can't handle satire. Saul Linsky said that. It's one of his rules for radicals. He said it is devastating. There's no answer to it, to ridicule, to satire. There's no answer to it. It is the most devastating form of attack. Perhaps that's why they don't like it. So let's give Twitter another dose of satire and see if they can handle this. Because they delete, they uh, suspended about 1,500 accounts last week for putting out the NPC meme. You know, the non-playable characters that you find in video games. These characters, you bump into them, and you can't really play with them. You can't really interact with them because they don't really have anything that's programmed into them to do. They've got a very limited programming. And kind of like the people that we meet on the street or that you meet in college where you bump into them or you try to interact with them, talk to them about politics or something, and all they do is shout at you, racist, sexist, homophobe. That's that's basically what these non-playable characters do in the video games. And so they pointed that out. It was a devastating satire because it was so close to the truth. So Twitter suspended 1,500 accounts that used the NPC meme. And now Babylon B has a satire on it. <laughs> Liberals across the country 
all agree, <laughs> chanting in unison, we are not mindless NPCs. Having apparently received a memo from the top mainstream media outlets, you know, people like the Daily Beast, uh, all liberals around the country dutifully stood up, walked out, tilted their heads toward the sky, and shouted the slogan for a full minute. We are not mindless NPCs. We are not mindless NPCs. We are not mindless NPCs. It could be heard echoing through the streets of every major metropolitan area in the nation, because that's where these NPCs live. <laughs> uh, they were awaiting instruction from CNN, the Huffington Post, clips of Saturday Night Live, and last week tonight for further instructions. <laughs> And, of course, the Daily Beast. But the Daily Beast isn't even big enough to be included in the Babylon Bee's satire as one of the people giving instructions to the NPCs. But they do give instructions to Jack Dorsey, and he follows them because, you know, it was a joke. Twitter was a joke. It was a bad joke. It was a head fake. It was a ghetto. Come on in. Everything is free. The platform is free to use. It's free speech. Come on in. Come on in. They shut the doors turn on the gas, and burn down the ghetto. At publishing time, says the Babylon Bee, a new directive had been issued for all liberals to chant, Republicans are mindless Russian bots, for several minutes, all at the same time. Hey, you know what? If you are on social media, you have been called a Russian bot whenever you disagree with these NPCs. Uh, they have done that over and over again. Of course, none of those people were ever suspended by Twitter, were they? And we're going to give you a little bit more of the hypocrisy of Twitter when we come back. Stay with us. We all know that the outside toxins in the water is a serious health issue. InfoWars is proud to sell incredible filters, but it's almost impossible to keep up with every faucet, shower, and sink in your home. That's why we're bringing you something to provide clean water for your whole house with one system. The ProPure Whole House Water Filtration System is an advanced four-stage compact filtration system that will provide water filtration for your entire home, removing 220-plus contaminants from your water. It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad-spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com, and whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro Pure Whole House Filtration System. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. found it. It's the real news. Live from the InfoWars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David Knight. Daily Beast wrote an article at 5 p.m. yesterday making false claims, taking out of context a satire comment that I said, uh, Hillary Clinton is only 50% reptilian DNA. And, of course, that was uh, referring to the Babylon Bee as part of my report talking about the phony DNA claims of Elizabeth Warren. Babylon Bee joked about Hillary Clinton saying, I've had a DNA test, too, and it's proven that I'm only 50% reptilian alien DNA. I'm not 100% reptilian DNA, as all these conservative critics are saying. 
And uh, so they put that out. They said, David Knight said that Hillary Clinton is 50% reptilian DNA. And that article went out at 5 p.m. yesterday saying, look at this. InfoWars hasn't been taken down. Just yesterday, you know, David Knight is saying that Hillary Clinton is reptilian DNA. And uh, within just a few hours, their demands for censorship of real news was carried out by Jack and by Twitter. And so I pointed out in uh, number six of eight tweets that I uh, responded to this censorship on my personal account, Libertarian. I said, the company that owns Daily Beast, IAC, just arranged for Chelsea Clinton to get a $6.6 million payday. Chelsea sits on the board of the parent company of the Daily Beast. And uh, so I guess that makes Hillary Clinton their grandmother, right? Is that how that works? <laughs> I mean, we're doing ancestry here, right? <laughs> so I guess that makes, if Hillary Clinton is Chelsea's mother and Chelsea is the parent company, is on the board of the parent company of the Daily Beast, that makes Hillary Clinton the grandmother of the Daily Beast. <laughs> the woman is the beast. Uh, she is the beast. Uh, she rides the beast. She sits on the beast. Uh, Chelsea sits on the board. And I'm sure, because I talked about this um when was this? This was uh, Friday, I think. Talked about this, or maybe, no, it was earlier than that. Uh, October the 4th, this came out. So it's 15 days ago. I talked about this when it came out. Chelsea Clinton suddenly earned $6.6 million in the internet company stock. Uh, this was an article on Breitbart. It said, former presidential daughter Chelsea Clinton has reportedly realized a $6.6 million payday after joining the board of IAC. Uh, she was put on the board of the tech company uh, back in 2011. Uh, she got $50,000 cash bonus right there. Didn't even have to make a speech like Bill did in Russia, you know, to, to get the uh, uranium deal to go through for Hillary. You know, it's like, i tell you what, okay, we'll get this uranium one deal put through. Uh, we'll we'll uh, make sure that nobody pays any attention to the FBI investigations, the crimes being done by these uh, people here. We'll smooth over all that. You just have Bill come and make a speech for you. Pay him a half million dollars. Well, I don't know what the payoff was to get Chelsea Clinton on the board of IAC, the parent company of the Daily Beast, but she got a $50,000 cash payment right up front. And then she gets a quarter of a million dollars in restricted stock units every year. And so now her current stock portfolio is $6.6 million net worth. What did Chelsea Clinton bring to the board of this internet holding company? I mean, does she have a lot of expertise in marketing? Uh, does she have a lot of expertise in the Internet? I know that was her political uncle, Al Gore, that had all the expertise in the Internet. Uh, so I don't really know. I mean, does Chelsea Clinton know anything about technology, anything about the Internet, anything about marketing? No, no, no. This is a kind of political nepotism. These people are all connected. And so when you have somebody, you know, that... Uh, the Daily Beast, whose uh, mother, whose parent is Chelsea Clinton, and whose grandmother is Hillary Clinton, uh, when they make a demand of Jack Dorsey, he does it. You know, they tell him to jump, and he asks how high. Uh, that's exactly what's going on. But you know, take a look at the other side of this. Look at what happened or didn't happen with Louis Farrakhan. As uh, yesterday, people were talking about the fact that he uh, tweeted out, uh, had comments about Jews. 
And he had this to say. He said, to the members of the Jewish community that don't like me, thank you very much for putting my name all over the planet. I'm not mad at you because you're so stupid. So when they talk about Farrakhan, call me a hater. You know they do. Call me an anti-Semite. Stop it. I'm anti-termite. I don't know nothing about hating somebody because of their religious preference. And so when this was pointed out to Jack, unlike the fact that, you know, when the Daily Beast pointed out to Jack, look at this, David Knight said Hillary Clinton is reptilian DNA. When people said, uh, this is actually what Louis Farrakhan said, I'm not anti-Semite, I'm anti-termite. He tweeted that. That was taken from his speech. And people said, oh, uh, one person, Joe Bernstein, said, uh, well, the policy on dehumanizing language has evidently not yet been implemented. So if you want to compare Jews to rats or insects, get in while you can. <laughs> Look, I'm not calling for Farrakhan to be taken off. I think we ought to have free speech. And that means that speech that I detest is out there, too. Uh, That was the lesson that we learned from what Voltaire said. It wasn't his quote. It was a summary of what he had to say. I may despise what you have to say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. You know, we got the ACLU would always defend the rights of Nazis to march in small Jewish communities or whatever. Uh, It was interesting to me, however, that they would never defend the rights of the Libertarian Party to participate in a political debate, even after we had jumped through more hoops to get on the ballot than Republicans and Democrats have ever jumped through. They would not defend our free speech. They would defend the free speech of Nazis, but they wouldn't defend our free speech. And so now you've got Twitter kind of following along the same lines, the ACLU, defending the free speech of racist Farrakhan while taking down my free speech because I'm criticizing uh, their political relative. Uh, Oliver Darcy the guy who is all after InfoWars and Alex Jones, constantly demanding, this is a writer for CNN, put writer in quotation marks, air quotes. This is a guy who is always demanding that InfoWars be taken down. And when Alex Jones confronted him in Washington, when there were the hearings that had nothing to do with free speech, it was supposed to, should have, but instead people like Marco Rubio were just content on making sure that Twitter and Facebook, and Google were going to be their censors. See, that's why nothing is being done about this. They want censorship. They just want to make sure that the censorship isn't going to be done for the Chinese government. It'll be done for the American government. The government connection is right there for you to see. There's a lot of other government connections, and I've made that connection many times before. But as Alex Jones confronted Oliver Darcy for pushing censorship, Twitter used that that to censor Alex Jones. They use that as an excuse to take out Alex Jones and ban him permanently. And so now Oliver Darcy is back and he is defending Louis Farrakhan and defending Twitter for not censoring Louis Farrakhan. Oliver Darcy says, uh, Twitter says Farrakhan's tweet comparing Jews to termites does not violate its rules. And he goes, and it doesn't. Look at this. He said, uh, a Twitter spokesperson told BuzzFeed Rules have not yet taken effect, so Farrakhan's language is not in violation of any existing policy. Oh, great. Okay. So Oliver Darcy's defending that. Now, Candace Owens, and then they say, well, he didn't do it specifically. He just demeaned all Jews, <laughs> not any specific Jews. So it's okay. However, as Breitbart points out, when Candace Owen did that by parroting the uh, bigot, Sarah Zhang, who works for the New York Times and still works for the New York Times, even though people showed her bigoted twits or, <laughs> or tweets, 
She is a bit of a twit. Uh, Candace Owen took those bigoted uh, tweets and just substituted the horrible things that she said about white people in general. And she substituted for white people, Jewish people, and said, what about that? And Twitter suspended her for her generic slurs at white people, which are basically just a restatement of the bigoted statements from the New York Times writer. But she was shut down. Uh, You see how the double standard works? And this is what Twitter is doing right now. Meanwhile, you got Facebook executives taking CNN. Who else? It's always going to be CNN out there. Those people who have sold us out and are attacking the First Amendment at the same time. They're bragging about their war room and showing it to them. And the person they have showing the war room is somebody who is Facebook's director of elections. That's a chilling idea. It's really hard to have the energy at the end of the day to still get to the gym or to go for a run or go to the park or, heck, even take your dog for a walk. Believe me, I know. I spend hours in front of a screen and then hours in front of bright lights every day. But thanks to Super Male Vitality at InfoWarsStore.com, I still have that energy. There's no way I could have the energy at the end of a long day to fight back against the chemicals in the food and water, to fight back against the modern day lifestyle with the screen time and the extended hours, to still have the stamina and endurance, energy and drive to get to the gym, get to the park and get exercise that you need for your health. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. Unleash the Super Male in you. Super Male Vitality from InfoWarsStore.com. Living in Volcano may sound more dramatic than it really is. The real drama can be found here in Leilani Estates. But a lot of us on the Big Island rely on rainwater, and we need to be concerned about ash and acid rain. Volcanic ash may contain heavy metal particles, and acid rain could lower the pH of the water to unhealthy levels. To find out, we employed a series of tests for heavy metals, alkalinity, and pH. What we learned was that there was, in fact, unhealthy levels of heavy metals and acidity in the rainwater. Next, we tested the water from our Alexa Pure gravity filter. And not only were the heavy metal levels within safe measure, but the pH was also restored to optimal levels. As it turns out, the filter on the Alexa Pure raises the pH of the water. So what we've learned is that volcanic ash and acid rain can contaminate a rainwater supply. But more importantly, a good water filtration system will purify it. X2, we were selling it for about three years. And then they found out how big it was and how much we were buying. And they said, oh, we want more money, more money, and oh, this and that. And so I've broken my contract. And right now we can't get more of this proprietary ingredient that goes in next to It literally is so pure that if you put it in a peaker dish on top of a 90-degree hot plate, it, it gasses like I Dream of Genie and it's, it's purple gas. I mean, that is so pure. It just goes right into your body when you take it. We're working on trying to get other suppliers right now, but I bought a huge amount of it ordered it six months ago so i get the price down and i said if you don't lower it i'm done i'm breaking the contract well i broke the contract last week and so this is potentially the last run in fact right now it is the last run of survival shield x2 and we've we've got a good supply of it'll be gone a couple months x2 
If you haven't experienced it, InfoWarsStore.com. If you have experienced it, you know how great it is. I suggest you stop up on it. It's available right now for a limited time. InfoWarsStore.com right now. Our grandparents, the great-grandparents, knew that they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. And that's what I'm talking about at InfoWarsStore.com. With InfoWars Select, it's the full spectrum of My Patriot Supply, one of the top most respected companies out there. But because I private label it, I'm able to go below cost on contracts that all their other distributors aren't able to do. But I want to be a market leader, and I want you to have storable food, so it's a total win-win. We have those incredible sell prices back. InfoWarsStore.com on InfoWars Select Storable Foods. They've got special diet foods. They've got three-month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you've got a three-year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self-sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing you great products, and together, with God's help, we are unstoppable. InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWars Select, high-quality storable foods powered by My Patriot Supply. You're listening to Real News with David Knight. Welcome back. We're going to be talking to Jonathan Peugeot in the next segment, and he is somebody who focuses on the symbolic world. That's the name of his YouTube channel. And he looks at the symbols that are presented to us in culture, in movies, and other things. And they are very important in terms of shaping our culture. Many of us are not aware of how these symbols work. We're going to talk to him specifically about the symbols that are being foisted upon us in terms of changing gender and inverting a hierarchy, not getting a parody, not bringing women up to parody, but maintaining a hierarchy and inverting that hierarchy. That's the real issue here. And he's got some brilliant insights on that. We're going to play you a little bit of a clip of his uh, analysis of uh, Wonder Woman, for example, uh, when he joins us in the next segment. In this segment, I want to talk about something that has been a pet peeve of my wife's uh, for a very long time. Uh, And we were talking about this the other day, and she said, uh, you know, the first time I uh, was annoyed about this was in the movie that had Sharon Stone and Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Uh, It was uh, Total Recall, uh, where she's beating up all the people and so forth. And um, she said, come on, you know, that's a joke. That is a joke, a very dangerous joke that is being sold to, uh, to young girls. You, know, you are the equal or the superior to men. It is a big part of the superhero genre. We see it now in Black Widow and all these other things. And, of course, they have superpowers, but you see it in other movies where they don't have superpowers, fighting men. That's a very dangerous idea. If you want parity with men, women, get a gun. Carry a gun. Uh, for most of us, that's really the only way to have parity. Most of us are not going to be that great in hand-to-hand combat. Uh, even a lot of men aren't going to be too uh, able to protect themselves in a hand-to-hand combat situation against somebody, especially if they're hyped up on some kind of uh, uh, drugs or something like that. So, you know, get a gun if you want to have a chance. I mean, they can still blindside you. They can still attack you first, ambush you. Uh, but if you want to have any hope of parity, get a gun. Learn how to use it. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's what they don't want you to have. 
But let's take a look at uh, an example of this. It just came out last couple of days. A transgender MMA fighter. You know, we've had all the articles about this uh, transgender person competing in bicycle races and, and beating all the women. A man who calls himself a woman. Now here's a man who calls himself a woman, and he gets into a mixed martial arts fight, and he breaks the real woman's skull. And uh, as they point out in this article from Cauldron Pool, is it now okay for a man to hit a woman? Oh, yes, it is. That's part of the symbolism that's being shown all the time on the movies. In 2014, Fallon Fox, a transgender MMA fighter, beat his female opponent, Tamika Brents, so severely that she suffered a broken skull and a concussion before being technically knocked out. The fight lasted one round and was over in almost two and a half minutes. Uh, in an interview following the fight, Tamika Brents, the actual woman, said, I fought a lot of women, and I've never felt the strength that I felt in the fight as I did that night. I can't answer whether it's because she was born a man or not, because I'm not a doctor. I can only say I've never felt so overpowered ever in my life, and I am abnormally strong female in my own right. I still disagree with Fox being allowed to fight as a woman. Any other job or career, I say, have a go at it. But when it comes to combat sport, I think it just isn't fair. And we see this again and again. Whether it's foot races where a transgender-identifying male uh, beats all the other women here in Texas, and that was either high school or college level. That's been back a while. Or whether you have the, the recent situation with the bicyclists, any of these physical competitions, you know, the, uh, the reality is, is that gender is biological. And when you put people in these physical contests, that biological difference prevails. That's why it's such a dangerous thing in this attack on men for Hollywood to be putting out this meme for people. Because this is reality of it, folks. Listen to this transgender MMA female fighter. Uh, as Ashley McGuire, who wrote the book Sex Scandal, The Drive to Abolish Male and Female, said, she said, 20 years ago, if a man hit a woman so hard that he sent her to the hospital, he'd be in prison. Now he can get paid for it. Uh, and um, she said the idea that gender is a personal choice might sound to be enlightened, but it's actually very anti-scientific, and it is very anti-woman. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who got beat up by, uh, got beat up in Total Recall by a woman, by uh, Sharon Stone, has now come out and apologized for using the phrase girly men. And I said months ago, they're going to have to go back Saturday Night Live. is going to have to go back and scrub all those clips of Hans and Franz saying, pump me up, girly man, girly man. Remember when they did that? Remember when Saturday Night Live was actually funny? <laughs> they're going to have to go back and scrub all those things, I said months ago. And now Arnold Schwarzenegger is coming back groveling to the feminists because, you know, he's part of that whole globalist establishment. So he has to make peace with him, and now he is apologizing for using the phrase girly men. And it's just a matter of time before Saturday Night Live purges all this stuff and does an apology. They're going to bring out Dana Carvey, have him apologize for saying girly men. Uh, he was doing this back in 2004. He called California Democrats girly men, and he said in the next election the GOP would terminate them. And uh, then they used it in the Saturday Night Live uh, parodies. He's now come out 
and groveling to the feminists, he says, well, at the time, I felt like it was the right thing to do. I was in my gut. I improvised it. I called them girly men because they weren't willing to take risks. I can't talk like him. I started to break into a Scottish brogue here. <laughs> he said, they were afraid of everything. <laughs> so they were girly men. But now he says, it's better not to say that because you want to work with them. Work with who? The politicians or the feminists? Who are you working with? I don't know, uh, Schwarzenegger. We've got Kleenex is going to rebrand their man-sized tissues after getting gender complaints. So Kimberly Clark is telling people in uh, Britain that they're very upset because they had an advertising campaign where they call their Kleenex tissues. They said they're man-sized, they're confidently strong. Uh, They said, uh, we never intended to imply that they were exclusively masculine or that strength was an exclusively masculine trait. No, it is a masculine trait. Listen to the female MMA fighter who had to fight a transgender man. Uh, Nor do we believe that the man-sized branding suggests or endorses gender inequality. You know, is it going to be a hungry man soup next? Are we going to have to get rid of that as well? You know, we've got the snowflake culture that is actually killing our kids. I wrote the Washington Examiner talking about two weeks ago. Now in England, they said, don't clap because it scares people. Use jazz hands. You know, we you put your hands up and you shake them. Well, that's going to scare people too, right? It's going to be a sudden movement. All these snowflakes out there, all these girly men, <laughs> they're going to get scared with this. Uh, they got to get rid of the valedictorians, the salutatorians. Got to get rid of class rankings. Got to get rid of bra- uh, grades. You can't handle this. And then you've got Kristen Bell, who plays... Uh, the princess on Frozen. She tells her young girls that she's named, uh, conveniently given gender-fluid names of Lincoln and Delta. She tells them it's not all right for Snow White, who is sleeping, to be kissed. And then you have Kira Knightley jump in on that bandwagon as well. While Kira Knightley is walking around basically topless, telling people, oh yeah, we don't want to see women as sex objects. Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. Combine Flora Life Everyday Maintenance and Carnivore to help you fuel your gut and body and take advantage of the powerful nutrients you receive. There's no better way to power your body. Flora Life is a powerful probiotic supplement with 20 of the most potent clinically studied probiotic strains. When paired with Carnivore, our incredible enzyme formula that helps you break down nutrients, These formulas fuel your gut and your body to help you fight toxins and stay fueled all day. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try Floralife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today. The scientists at InfoWars Life have created a powerful formula for inflammatory support and joint support. Discover the power of ancient medicine with Bodies. Bodies contains one of the most potent forms of turmeric available. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years and is one of the most studied herbals today. It is well known in traditional medicine for its soothing properties. Our pure turmeric extract plus piperine from black pepper makes for optimal absorption to help boost and support your flexibility, mobility, joint function, immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric root from the store only contains 1-5% to of active ingredients, but our turmeric root extract contains over 95% of the active ingredients. 
Bodies combines turmeric with organic herbs such as spearmint, sage, lemon balm, and thyme to work synergistically for full body support. Try Bodies today at InfoWarsLife.com or call us at 1-88-253-3139. Words cannot describe how big the stakes are for the future of humanity right now. InfoWars is being openly targeted by the Democratic Party, leftist CIA operatives, the corrupt Justice Department, and the entire Soros crime syndicate. People say, why would you start a fight with them? Because they were already dominating and running America into the ground. And I knew we had no future if we didn't do this. So we've already had incredible success. But if you will simply realize how epic this is and understand how real this fight is and why we've been made the main target, and if you financially support us, and if you spread the word about our articles and videos, Infowars.com, we won't just continue to stand up against these brutal scumbags. We'll win. We have huge sales at Infowarsstore.com right now. And we're still able to operate the shopping cart and get stuff shipped out to you, despite the fact you're trying to block our commerce and your right to the market. But if you don't stand up and support us financially, Soros and the Globalists may win. This is InfoWars Darkest Hour. We need your support. I'm counting on you. We are kept afloat only by your loyal patronage. And that's why we need you to go to the site now. If you're not in the market for one of our greatest nutraceuticals, please consider a contribution. $25, 50 $100, $250, or even $500 would be a godsend to our important work here to beat back the globalists and to destroy their campaign of censorship in which they want to strangle our First Amendment rights. Hey, how would you like to take InfoWars with you wherever you go? Well, now you can do just that with the new official InfoWars app. And here's the best part. It is absolutely free. At the Apple Store and Google Play, you can join the InfoWar today. Check it out right now at InfoWars.com forward slash app. It's the InfoWars official app taken on the globalist at point blank range. And with your help spreading it and with your help downloading it, we are unstoppable. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Real News with David Knight. Why can't a woman take after a man? Men are so pleasant. So easy to please Whenever you're with them You're always at ease Would you be slighted if I didn't speak for hours? Of course not To be livid if I had a drink or two? Nonsense Would you be wounded if I never sent you flowers? Never Why can't a woman be like you? That's a hymn for him You might recognize that from My Fair Lady That's Rex Harrison saying Why can't a woman be more like a man? And surprisingly That's essentially what the feminists are saying (laughs) Actually, they don't want women to be equal to men or even have parity with men. They want to invert the hierarchy. That's what our next guest, Jonathan Peugeot, uh, points out. He's got a YouTube channel called The Symbolic World. I don't want to talk to him uh, specifically about a video that he did called uh, Symbolism and uh, Propaganda in Popular Culture. A very, uh, very interesting uh, video where he breaks down how this inversion of a male hierarchy, not, again, lifting women to the level of men or emphasizing their feminist traits as strengths, but inverting a hierarchy and giving us just a a different inverted hierarchy than we had before. 
And uh, we're going to play a little bit of a clip of that. But, of course, uh, let me give you a little bit of background on uh, Jonathan first. Uh, his, again, his YouTube channel is The Symbolic World. As he said, it is a conversation on symbolism, on meaning, and on patterns and everything, from movies to icons to social trends. He describes himself as an artist, as one of the only professional icon carvers in North America. So we're going to explore that a little bit. Uh, talk about what he means by an icon carver. Uh, he's also uh, uh, calls his website a carving website. So we're going to let him talk about that. But first, I want to get into uh, what he's talking about in terms of the movies and how they want to invert the hierarchy. So joining us now is Jonathan Peugeot. Uh, is that the correct pronunciation of your name, sir? Yes, yes. Peugeot is <clears throat> it's French. It's Peugeot, but I think for Americans, that's a good enough pronunciation. <laughs> Okay, that's as close <laughs> as you're going to get it from me. Uh, that's right. Kind of like, I think of it as like Peugeot, you know, without the uh, a little bit different emphasis, kind of like the car. Okay, Jonathan <laughs> yeah. Peugeot, okay? And uh, let's talk a little bit about what you had to say about the uh, the the uh, desire to not achieve parity or equality, but to invert this male hierarchy that we had. Yeah, I think that that's what we're seeing in the in the popular culture and especially in, in a certain aspect of feminism is that it's not only to, let's say, elevate feminine characteristics and let's say give value to feminine characteristics, but it's really to try to masculine uh, characteristics. So, so women who basically want to be like men and it's a strange irony because what it ends up doing is it ends up elevating only the masculine qualities, even though you have a, a, a female body, it's still, you know, uh, all these kind of cliche tropes of the masculine. And so right. what happens? So I started out with the, uh, the him to him. You know, why can't a woman be more like a man? That's essentially what they're saying. And feminists like Camille Paglia have said that that's we're losing something here, aren't we? In that, as you're pointing out, we're losing. We're not emphasizing the strengths of uh, the female. You know, what we're trying to do is have the females become male. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I mean, it's so important to to value, let's say the the private sphere, the you know the, the our personal connections, our you know caring for others. That's a, extremely important in our culture. But it seems like these this move to having these badass women who can just kick everybody's ass is it's it's actually it's actually eliminating you know the feminine from the the, the social horizon. And you point out in your video, you show over and over again. How uh, they are having men portrayed, of course, uh, you're hum humiliating men, showing them as useless, but also having the men as a turn over this power to the women. Uh, they have them do it in kind of a sacrificial way, uh, changing the uh, the roles that they've typically portrayed as rescuer or as hero. Now they become sacrificers so that the women can become the men. Yeah, it's actually playing. I mean, it's very smart. It's very ingenious. It's actually playing on the desire that men have to to lay their lives down for others to, to you know, to be courageous and sacrifice themselves. But in these story tropes now, they'll do that, but in a manner that will end up like having them replaced by a feminine character. So it's very sly on the on the feminist agenda. You know, one of the things that you talked about and you had uh, a clips of a lot of different movies and you as examples the best example I thought you had of uh, uh, elevating the feminist uh, properties was in Galadriel in Lord of the Rings. Talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah, I think I was trying to find some examples of characters uh, that are very feminine but very powerful at the same time. And I think Galadriel in The Lord of the Rings is the ultimate example because she completely disarms everybody by her insight, by her beauty, you know, by her capacity to see into your private thoughts. And so you see these men, you know, shaking in their boots in front of her. But it's not done in a way where she takes her sword out and wants to cut people's heads off. No, it's done in a manner that really uh, shows the 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 power that a, that a woman can have in the world and can have even in her relationship with men. Yeah. And, and, and still retaining and enhancing, uh, the feminine qualities. On the other hand, uh, probably the uh, most celebrated and uh, probably the is, is, uh, uh, wonder woman. And of course they have, uh, uh, jumped on that bandwagon because she is the epitome of what you're talking about uh, in terms of becoming a man, and bringing on all of the masculine aspects. And I want to play a clip out of your video and have you discuss this when we come back. I also want to get into uh, uh, what you are talking about being a professional icon, Carver. I want to give you a chance to talk about that. But let's uh, play your video where you comment on how Wonder Woman is being used as a raw power play. I could have analyzed many movies in order to give a detailed symbolic understanding of what is happening. But I thought that one scene from the recent movie Wonder Woman encapsulate the structure most succinctly. So the scene is happening in a village. The movie has already set up that this village is a kind of microcosm of what is happening more broadly in the war. So after clearing the village of all the enemy soldiers, there's still this sniper shooting people from the church tower which looms above the center of the village. The fact that the sniper is at the top of the church is very important in terms of symbolism. Just as we can understand the sniper in the very vertical tower shooting his rifle down at the people below as a form of tyrannical masculine power, we don't have to be Freudian to notice that the incapacity of Charlie, right, their own sniper, to take a shot himself is an image of the flip side of tyrannical power that is it is a form of male impotence. So the solution which appears suggested by Steve Trevor is for the men to get under the steel shield and prop up Wonder Woman. Now the mechanics of the situation did not need the men to do that. We had already seen Wonder Woman leap up at least that high and escalate stone buildings. But it was important that the men lift her up just as it was important to have that escalating platform in Mad Max to show the ascent in order to establish the new hierarchy. In the village scene, we can now easily understand the importance of the church tower as Wonder Woman, the goddess, but also the god killer, leaps up and destroys this masculine symbol of power, of tradition, of Christianity, only to then appear in the rubble above the villagers, replacing the tower itself in order to receive the praise of the villagers. And the scene of the church tower is also the first of this repeating pattern in the movie, where we see Wonder Woman lifted up into the air in order to kill her enemies, culminating in taking the form of the cross and striking this masculine god of war and of tyranny from above with lightning bolts. And finally, when we see the enemy is defeated, as the new day rises, Wonder Woman is then shown at the center of the new world she represents, a world that believes in love as the 
German soldiers suddenly forget their violent ways and start to show camaraderie even with their former enemies. Wow, that is a brilliant analysis there, Jonathan. I mean, everything from the inversion of the male hierarchy to taking on the Christ-like pictures, destroying the church, uh, looking like Christ on the cross, becoming the feminist messiah. That is all that, no wonder the feminists love that movie so much. We're going to have more analysis from Jonathan Peugeot. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll find out what he's talking about in terms of being one of the only professional icon carvers in North America. Stay with us. We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients. Ultimate Bone Broth. InfoWars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of southern Mexico, where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, we've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean. Carefully harvested and free of toxic chemicals used in big agricultural productions, Patriot Blend coffees have a smooth, bold flavor with great depth to give you just what you need in the morning. You can even choose to start your morning healthier with the Immune Support Blend, infused with a powerful blend to support your immune response and stamina. It's time to take care of your morning routine. Get a bag of Patriot Blend coffee to support the show while enhancing your morning routine at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars Life is launching its newest product. We're really, really proud of it. It's a best source prebiotic fiber and it's got the very best concentrated fibers uh, from berries and fruits and other compounds that have been known to be the very best for your body and for regularity and so much more and it synergistically works with our 50 billion live active culture flora life as well as myco zx that targets the yeast the mold and the funguses in the gut so this is the time to take advantage of getting this new incredible fiber product and these other products. You can get them separately or together and make really, really big savings and get high-quality products at the same time. And I'm doing this to introduce these products to you. Bodies sold out in a month. Uh, strongest concentrated turmeric formula we could come up with. It sold out for another month and a half. We sold it at 50% off till it sold out. And I think it's going to be the same way with this fiber Get yours today, InfoWarsLife.com.
InfoWars Life and InfoWarsLife.com is extremely excited to announce our latest release, Winter Sun, a revolutionary type of vitamin D3. Winter Sun is a premium quality vitamin D3 nutritional supplement. It is produced by extracting oil from healthy, nutrient-dense plants known as lichens. Every batch is analyzed for purity and D3 content. It's completely free of toxins and allergens. Simply put, if you want the best at an extremely low price, this is it. Winter Sun is the result of our pursuit of the best source of vitamin D3. The research and development took over two years, but the result, as verified by independent laboratories, is the best vegan vitamin D3 product in the world. Read the facts at InfoWarsLife.com about Winter Sun Vitamin D3. Not only does vitamin D3 promote a healthy mood, but vitamin D supports our memory and brain function, something the globalists are targeting. Visit InfoWars.com today or call 888-253-3139. You're listening to Real News with David Knight. Welcome back. I'm David Knight. We're talking to Jonathan Pajot. He is a professional artist. He is an icon carver. He takes commissions... From all over the world, he's based here in North America. But of course, you talk about icons. There's a, they are simply speaking. If you go back and look at the etymology of Greek, it's simply a picture, right? And we were just talking about the pictures that are being shown to you, to your family, by Hollywood, and the broader meaning that is behind them. And of course, usually when we talk about icons, we're talking about them in a religious sense, in a uh, Orthodox religion or Catholic sense. Uh, they're putting out a pictorial representation of something that's got much broader, much deeper meaning. And uh, so, Jonathan, is that what got you into analyzing movies, uh, looking at the, the symbolism and, the, and trying to, to distill things into an icon that are very broad in their, in their meaning? Is that how you got into analyzing the culture? I think it's something like that. I mean, I think that one thing I noticed quite a while ago is just how skewed our story is right now. You know, just how off the narrative is in uh, in the culture, in education, in politics. And so, you know, in art as well, modern art, contemporary art is cynical. It's, you know, it's it's very disturbing. It, it elevates what is disturbing and what is it, what is kind of exceptional and deranged and so Mm -hmm. i wanted to go and plunge back into our own story into this into the christian story into the western language of art and of culture and and its narratives and its images and so that's what kind of got me into in terms of my artistic practice making icons which was let's say i always tell people if you had gone into a church at the in the year 1000 anywhere in the world you know from Syria to Spain, you would have pretty much have seen the same thing. There was this language that had been developed by the by the Western world. And so I mm-hmm. wanted to plunge back in there to see the patterns that were there in order then to be able to reinvigorate, let's say, the culture in a broader sense. And so, as you mentioned, it led me into now being able to analyze culture now trying to point out some of the positive aspects of the patterns we see and also some of the negative aspects of the patterns we see. And, you know, I think it is... Uh Certainly the left uh, understands the importance of taking down symbols. Uh, they're taking down statues of everything. 
from Christopher Columbus. You know, first they started with uh, some Civil War generals, and then they started taking down Union generals, not knowing the difference. Uh, but you know, just any symbols of Western civilization of Christianity were fair game to be taken down, and they understand the importance of that, don't they? Yeah, exactly. No, it, uh, it's not only do they want to take down the symbols, but they also want to put up their own kind of inverted symbolism. And I yes. think that uh, for us who who look back, let's say, and and we care for the West and we care for Christianity, we care for what has brought our civilization up. We need to have the courage to look back and to be able to know those patterns because the people who are attacking us, they understand them very well and they're twisting them to their use. You know, we see that in, in so many different things. I, on a regular basis, I talk about how we're losing uh, the due process. And it's far beyond what we saw happen with uh, Kavanaugh. I mean, we had Lindsey Graham who defended him saying, uh, shut up, you don't get a lawyer when he was talking about people accused of terrorism. So the rest of us don't get a lawyer. We, we've seen these types of things like search warrants and due process and open courts and being con- able to confront your, uh, your accusers. All these things have been taken from us by degrees for decades as part of the war on drugs and so forth, having people's children taken without due process. We don't understand these legal foundations uh, that the people who put them there, uh, they were putting up things to block certain patterns of tyranny. And in our foolishness, we're tearing them down just like we're tearing down these symbols of our Christian society, uh, understanding the moral principles that our country was based on. And and this is a, a very broad problem. And it, it's part of, a, I think, a, a loss of understanding where we're coming from. I guess you're trying with your, uh, with your uh, YouTube channel, Symbolic World, trying to get people to understand the deeper, broader meanings of uh, what they're being shown, as well as to understand the culture uh, that was there that is being wiped away. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. And I, I try not to just focus on the negative either. I think there are some little sparks, even in po- in culture today that we can grab onto and say, you know, we can we can grow those sparks. But there's we have to separate the wheat from the chaff, I would say, and understanding mm-hmm. our old stories, understanding the biblical stories, but also all these, you know, our fairy tales, our traditional stories is a way to kind of plunge back into those patterns and see how they fit, how they can connect to the world today. And that, yeah, that's what I'm doing. You talked uh, and it was we played that clip uh, where you're talking about the uh, the uh, inversion of hierarchy, uh, turning women into men and so forth. Let's talk about something that is positive that you see. You just mentioned uh, there's some positive uh, wheat out there that we want to separate uh, from the chaff and we want to elevate that. Give us uh, something positive that you see in the culture trend. Well, I think that one of the – it's funny because it's positive and it's negative. I think that let's say – some of the Marvel movies that have come out recently, they're tapping into a desire for certain types of stories. Let's say we could call them traditional stories or, or something like fairy tales or mythological stories. And I think that that awakening of that desire in people can help them to then go back into our own stories and understand what they're talking about. You know, and that's what I've been trying to do is to say, you know that movie that you just saw, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy? Let me show you the reason why you like it. You like it because it's so similar to these to these old stories that you think are stupid or superstitious or whatever, and trying to connect them together. So there is, you know, this kind of, let's say, mythology, I don't know how to say it, like myth myth making that we're seeing happening in the culture because people are so hungry for meaning. And so it's possible to grab onto those and say, the reason why you like those stories is because this is so deep in ourselves. These stories are so deep and point yeah. them back to the stories in the Bible and, and, and of the Western canon. 
You know, Brian Godow is a film critic. He's also directed uh, uh, a film. I think it was called uh, To End All Wars, I think was the name. I'm just going on memory. But he made the statement that uh, the that all of films uh, that are that really respond to people, uh, that people respond to, go back to a, a narrative, a mythology of redemption. He says basically uh-huh. a recounting of the uh, story of Christ's redemption. Uh, that is the underlying myth. And, of course, C.S. Lewis said that Christianity is the uh, greatest myth. And he didn't mean that he didn't believe that it was uh, not true. What he was saying was that it was a story that was a foundation for how we uh, can understand our lives and understand the world. And in that sense, he said it is a true myth. It's, it's God's myth. Yeah. It's not man's myth. Uh, I see in the Marvel superheroes, uh, I see something, a, a different kind of myth that is essentially elevating transhumanism in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. where we're saying we can become supermen. We can go back, again, going back to the Christian foundations, we can become God and we can live forever and we can change our bodies either with technology or through accident or through augmentation. Uh, what do you think about that aspect uh, that we're seeing with the superhero movies? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Like I said, we really have to be able to separate the wheat from the chaff. You know, there's a lot of, of things in the superhero movies which are – they, they tried to awaken this kind of fantasy of power, of raw physical power and how we could gain it from, as you said, transforming ourselves or through technology. And so that is definitely a problem. I, I try to always go both ways. Like when I'm doing my analyses, I try to point out to some positive things, some negative things and try to help people you know, navigate through it. Cause this is now the culture we have to deal with. It's difficult for us to completely just refuse it and, and shut our eyes and, you know, we have to engage with it. And so the, I think the best way to do it is to be able to do that, is to, to separate the wheat from the chaff. And so that's what, I, that's what I've been trying to do. Well, it's always a good thing for us to analyze the, the subtexts of a movie. Yeah. You know, we sit there and we passively watch these movies, and we don't really think about the subtext on them. And, I mean, there were subtexts going back to John Ford's Westerns. You know, you go back and you look at The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Uh, there was a lot of subtext to that, a lot. <laughs> you know, if you go back and you start to analyze this stuff, and it's not to read meaning into it that wasn't there. I mean, this is really what these people were pushing in their private life. You can see a parallel that's going there. Yeah. And we can see this that's happening in the culture. I think it's always good for us to be informed consumers of culture, uh, especially when it is presented to us as, endless, as entertainment, because there is no yeah. such thing as mindless entertainment. No. Uh, they're going to be affecting your mind one way or the other. You know, one of the things that's really important for people to know is that one thing that has still remained and it's still there, but it could go away, is the idea that the hero is there to to use his strength at the service of the weaker of the weaker people, that he's there to use his strength to help those that need help or, or can't help themselves. And that is truly a Christian narrative. If you look at the heroes from antiquity, the heroes from Greek mythology, they had nothing of that. All they did was for their own pride, for their own glory. Whereas the, the idea of the chivalrous hero who sacrifices himself for, for those in need, that is, a, that is a Christian trope. And as we see Christianity be tossed aside, I think we're slowly going to see that image also move out of the way and it's a very sad thing yeah that's very true very true uh you know one of the things that is one of the most concerning things to me especially this time of year when you have all the horror films coming out is how people are now being taught to identify with the slasher and not with the victim and that the monsters survive (laughs) and and they become the heroes of the story so now we do movies even about the joker or whatever we're seeing more and more movies about the villains uh thank you so much for joining us 
Jonathan Pojo. It's really hard to have the energy at the end of the day to still get to the gym or to go for a run or go to the park or heck, even take your dog for a walk. Believe me, I know. I spend hours in front of a screen and then hours in front of bright lights every day. But thanks to Super Male Vitality at InfoWarsStore.com, I still have that energy. There's no way I could have the energy at the end of a long day to fight back against the chemicals in the food and water, to fight back against the modern day lifestyle with the screen time and the extended hours, to still have the stamina and endurance, energy and drive to get to the gym, get to the park and get exercise that you need for your health. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. Unleash the Super Male in you. Super Male Vitality from InfoWarsStore.com. X2, we were selling it for about three years, and then they found out how big it was and how much we were buying. And they said, oh, we want more money, more money, and oh, this and that. And so I've broken my contract. And right now we can't get more of this proprietary ingredient that goes in X2. It literally is so pure that if you put it in a peaker dish on top of a 90 degree hot plate, it, it gasses like I Dream of Genie and it's, it's purple gas. I mean, that is so pure. It just goes right into your body when you take it. We're working on trying to get other suppliers right now, but I bought a huge amount of it, ordered it six months ago. So I get the price down and I said, if you don't lower it, I'm done. I'm breaking the contract. Well, I broke the contract last week. And so this is potentially the last run. In fact, right now it is the last run of Survival Shield X2. And we've, we've got a good supply of it. It'll be gone in a couple months. X2, if you haven't experienced it, InfoWarsStore.com. If you have experienced it, you know how great it is. I suggest you stop up on it. It's available right now for a limited time. InfoWarsStore.com right now. You're listening to Real News with David Knight.